Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the show. This is a podcast about the strange and unusual, the secret and conspiracies, the fringe and the supernatural. This is a show where we do little to no research on our topics. We are not professionals in any field except speculation. This is the Secret Transmission Podcast and today we're going to talk about the Frantic Caller. Welcome, I am your host, Toby. Introduce yourself please. Uh, I'm DJ. Kristen. Okay, guys. So, we've already done one episode about something that happened on the uh, the talk show Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. So, I came across this clip, and it's pretty interesting. So, I figured today we could listen to this call and try to see if it's a true frantic caller, or if this is someone making an elaborate hoax trying to mess with all the listeners of the Coast to Coast AM radio show. So here is the clip from Coast to Coast AM. Online, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, Art. Yes. Hi. Um, I, 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 I don't have a whole lot of uh, time. Um, well, look, let's begin yeah. by finding out whether you're using this line properly or not. Uh, Area 51. Yeah, um, that's right. Were you an employee or are you now? Uh, I, a former employee. Former um, employee. I, I, I was let go on a medical discharge about a week ago. And, and <laughs> I, I've kind of been running a, across the country. Um, oh, man, I don't know where to start. They're, uh, they're, they're going to um, they'll triangulate on this position really, really soon. So um, you can't spend a lot of time on the phone. So give us something quick. Okay. Um, um, okay. What, what we're thinking of as, as aliens are, they're, uh, they're, they're extra dimensional beings that an earlier precursor of the, um, space program made contact with. Uh, they they are not what they claim to be. Uh, they have infiltrated a lot of uh, uh, a lot of aspects of, of of the military establishment, particularly the Area 51. Uh, the, the disasters that are coming, they the, the military. I'm sorry, the, the government knows about them, and. There's a lot of safe areas in this world that they could begin moving the population to now, Art. But they're not doing they're not doing anything. They are not they want the major population centers wiped out so that the the few that are left will be more easily controllable. Discharge. <laughs> So what do you think of that phone call so far? I don't know. I don't really have much to say about it. Do you think this guy is telling the truth? Like, I mean, he's... If he's not, he's a really good actor. He's whimpering and crying and... He sounds like he's walking really fast somewhere or running. I mean, he says that he's traveling through different, like, countries. So he says he works... He did work for Area 51... He was let go from medical leave. Did he say why? No, which in this case 
it doesn't take much for someone to make somebody out to be crazy, especially when there are believers and non-believers. And if you run around going, aliens really do exist, and they're like, why do you worry you released from Area 51? Oh, medical leave. Oh, because you're a nutbag. <laughs> so there's different ways of it. I mean, just depends on if you're a believer or a non-believer, I guess. But does this guy... Okay, let's put it this way. He sounds legitimately scared. Oh, that's what I was about to ask. Do you think he believes what he's saying so far? Sure. You think he... Yeah, yeah. I mean, people believe much dumber things, so... Uh, Did he ever say his name? He was talking about them triangulating the position, and... I'd have to look it up, but I can't remember when this call took place, but I want to say it was like 99. So by triangulating, do you think it means by like, like pinpointing him, like satellite Yeah, Yeah, like some kind of Tracking GPS, yeah, kind of. I'm trying to look and see when it was. Okay. So I, I just looked it up, and the it looks like this call took place in September 11th, 1997. Could uh, you triangulate... Can you triangulate landlines? I don't really think you have to triangulate a landline. No, I think that's a pretty, like, solid. But if it was a 90... What did you say, 98? 97. 97. There's cell, cell phones, phones were, in... like, just reaching yeah. popularity, though. But if you worked very 51, I bet you could afford a cell phone. Right. Probably. The government. So. And you'd have their secret technology that no one else has. They had iPhones back then. Okay. No, <laughs> they had alien technology. It's Area Fifty One. They re- reverse engineered everything that they found at the uh, crash site, right? No. No. Okay, so when that clip kind of went silent, something happened to their station. They got knocked off the grid. So let's hear them rebooting everything and trying to continue to talk to this guy. In some way, something knocked us off the air, and we're on a backup system now. It's uh, the government, or... I don't know. It has to be something, though. Well, did you hear... Now, you tell me, because you were listening. That was awful strange. There was a really weird guy on the air when it went off? Yeah. Real weird out. Like, uh, going, sort of, sort of sounding paranoid, schizophrenic? Like crying and everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And how far into the conversation was it when when it went off? Just a couple, about 15, 20 seconds, I'd say. Oh, you, like you guys missed, you, you really missed the call then, and I've got a feeling somebody didn't want you to hear it. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, it was really strange, all of a sudden I'm hearing Mark Furman. And when I, when That's I right, well, the network, the network, of course, went immediately to a backup tape while we tried to figure out what blew up here. Uh-huh. So that's what you heard happen. Uh-huh. And then we're now on a backup link system uh-huh. uh, to be on the air at all right now. So, well, I'm telling you. Am I on the air right now? You're on the air right now. Well, you all better right. be, yes. <laughs> and uh, Where are you, by the way? I'm in Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, I called the other night. And uh, I wanted to ask two things. Real quick. Well, I wanted to say one thing and I wanted to ask another. Real quick. I wanted to ask if you could play that um, remote viewing uh, one when you were in while you go to Egypt? Yes. And also, I wanted to know uh, uh, all the, this uh, stuff about, like, uh, Area 51, if it's, like, the government's trying to put it out there like that. So, like, some other places and being 
watched as much. In other words, it's a big decoy. I see what you're saying. Aaron, apparently, we'll be back after the news, I think. Ben Beach here invited me. lost all transmit capability on this end here in Nevada. The transmitter went belly up suddenly for some unknown reason. I've never seen it do this in all the years, all the years that we've been on the air. I have never seen the transmitter in this way just simply fail, a massively fail, like a massive heart attack of some kind. And so we have gone to a backup system to get si signal to you right now, and I presume it is getting to you right now. What do you think of that little piece of fact? That they just lost all connection. They lost their power. They the whole they were off the grid for a second when that by the end of that the the frantic caller is what it's known as. Is that weird? Is that a coincidence? Do you believe that there was something there that was trying to be covered up? What do you think? I don't think it was a coincidence. I think it was either the frantic caller trying to stage something, and if he was staging something, he was doing it really well. He was doing it so well that he knocked off their whole station. Well, that could have been part of his... Could have been just a weird coincidence. I don't think it was a coincidence. You think? What if the guy actually still works for Area 51? They're like, dude, let's call these people and fuck with them. But still, and then we had the technology. Let's just go ahead and throw their shit off the grid, <laughs> just to give them an even more. Well, just well, that's what I'm saying. If, if, it's, an, if it's an act, say that again. If it's an act, um, it's a really good act. He's fine. Like it was very well planned out. They planned to knock them off the air right. to kind of try to confirm it or something. See, and that's kind of what that that guy was trying to say right there at the end, uh, who Art was talking to when they got. Their stuff back up and running. He's five. Was that this could possibly be just a giant? I don't know. Like a well-planned hoax. Yes, to to further make you think there's something at Area Fifty One. But then again, like he, like the caller said that they. Damn it, you DJ. Like the callers. Dang, Jesus how Christ! How long is that thing? Like the caller said, uh, that it went off fifteen to twenty minutes 20 or fifteen second. twenty seconds into the thing, so they didn't even hear all of it. I think they did. I think most of of the broadcast got out because otherwise we wouldn't have been able to find a recording of it. You know, twenty well, something they, years later. Well, they said it was still recording on their end. But it went to a backup thing. I guess so. I guess we don't know so if it they, was actually I still mean, broadcast. They, they could re they're recording there in there on a machine, so they're able to post this later on. That's why. Right. I mean, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I don't, uh, I should have looked a little more into seeing if that broadcast actually made it out to radios or not, or if this is just a file from their system, because that would be interesting to know, too. But, I don't know, because, you know, the, the, the radio station that they're affiliated with started playing music. Because they lost their signal, is what I understand. Right, but they finally they realized they lost signal, but he may not have realized it unless someone, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's somebody monitoring it, but it may not have been as good as monitoring as it is nowadays, where they have a lot of people doing each job, and then when they finally realize it, then they throw it to the music, but... Right. So, again, do you believe that this guy was... Actually, a ex-employee of the Area Fifty One, and that he's trying to get a message out about interdimensional beings of some sort. 
Yeah, why not? I'll give the guy the benefit of the doubt. He's trying to spread a message. I think there's lots of things the government covers up. This could be one of them. You think if you have to work at Area 51, they'll put you through like a, like a major mental health evaluation? You would think that. You did the same thing for the Navy. That doesn't mean it's... Those things that... The, that's Ollie speaking. If you hear the little baby in the background, that's Ollie. It's a, this is his first podcast, so just don't mind him. What were you saying about that? Oh, they do put all government employees through major mental testing and psychological testing. Just because they put you through it doesn't mean it's not easy to pass. Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is like probably working there, like and dealing with you know. I mean, I'm sure. But I'm sure if you work there, then people are going to uh, pretty much tell you every conspiracy that they know and all their stories that they know if they find out that you're working there. So I I would see that as a job where one could like easily be like driven insane to a point to where they're just like are paranoid about everything. See, my belief on Area 51, if it is a true cover-up of some sort, if it is some kind of... Uh, all the secrets are at Area 51. I believe that there would be sectors, different sectors, and only information is provided to certain people in certain sectors. So, Sector A would never know everything that Sector B knows, and Sector B doesn't know what Sector C knows, right? Right, and that's a pretty big so, risk about letting somebody off, just because, I mean, if he does know a lot, you think, like, I mean, I'm... Sad to say, think you know, but I mean, I'm sure it's possible that the government wouldn't just find a way to just off you and cover it up. Like, right. how can I mean? That's a big risk. Going well, we're gonna let you off for medical leave. Um, we're just trusting you to keep all this big secret. <laughs> yeah, I think that if if you've got those kind of secrets, you're a dead man. But what I'm saying is, what if people from Sector A and Sector B? knew that there was this crazy guy in Sector C who was already a conspiracy theorist, and they were like, hey, listen to this. You give him some information, we'll give him some information, and make him believe that we are hiding aliens here, because he has no idea what goes on in these other sectors. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, someone's just kind of playing a prank on him. Like an in-office prank that's gotten too bad? Yeah, it got out of control, way out of control. But that still doesn't answer for them getting knocked off the air. That's what that's what makes this a really interesting clip. I mean, that could just be. I mean, like I said, I don't know. I mean, not necessarily like a. I mean, I guess it could be like a weird coincidence, but I mean, I guess there's a first time for everything. But I don't know. Unless, but that was like when did when did they start first using like satellites and stuff? The mid '80s. So I mean, I guess if. It's, I don't... Triangulate in his position. Using all kinds of crazy technology to knock out their signals. Must know some really good shit if they're using satellites on him. So do you believe that there's something at Area 51? Do you believe that in all of that whole story? 
do I believe that Area 51? Well, we know Area 51 exists. Do you believe, like, the Roswell incident and all that, the aliens are, that there's aliens at Area 51 and it's, it's so, because, you know, you think of Area 51 and everyone's like, oh, why is it so protected? Yeah. Is there any reason, like, it's more protected than other facilities? Could there be any other reason? Sure, there could be. I mean, there could be anything. There's got to be something good there because, I mean, if you could, with the government's capabilities, if they could easily just take something off the map, they could easily just, like, destroy this area and move it somewhere and, like, continuously move it and The way I look at Area 51, Area 51 is a top-secret Air Force base. Right. So, if there are flying saucers or anything like that at Area 51, they're probably government property. As in, like, not... An alien crashed on Earth and the government took it from the aliens. More like the government experimental, made it. Like experimental prototype things. Right. Which, sure, if Area 51 is located in New Mexico, something could have been going on in the 50s to cause the Roswell incident. But it was most likely not aliens. Due solely to the extreme size of the universe. I hope if I ever go to Area 51, it's like a mess hall there. And then, like, if I don't know if you've ever been up north or anything, but they have these things called Quaker Steak and Lubes. Well, it's Quaker. It's supposed to be Quaker Steak and Lubes like that, but it's called Quaker Steak and Wings. And on the top of the ceiling, they have upside-down flipped-up cars. Maybe at Area 51, like, they have upside-down flipped-up UFOs (laughs) hanging over you while you eat. (laughs) Just so it's like... We're curious okay. about the alien agenda, and you're like, I wonder what their mess hall looks like. Steak and wings. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> do, you believe, upside down. do you believe that there's some kind of secret at Area 51? That this... Maybe, okay, let's not talk about this guy anymore. I mean, I know there's an Area 51, obviously, it's on right. the map, but I mean... It's I, a secretive base, the Roswell incident happened near that area. What do you think? Do you think there's alien life? Whoa, hold on. That's completely... That wasn't the question, though. Do you think there's... Do I think alien life exists? Yes. Do I think they have been to Earth? No. What do you think? Um, yes and yes. You do believe that... I do believe in alien life form. Um, And you do believe they've... Because like I said in our other previous things, I can't not believe in it unless it's been proven, like, Like our Aurora, Texas episode. And then do I believe Which, that go it's listen, go been listen here. to that episode if you haven't. It's it's a pretty good case. It's pretty much the first UFO. Well, I mean it's probably not the first UFO, but it's one of the more our technology is too advanced for me not to believe in it cuz I believe if they're if we're going to, I mean like I feel like almost whenever, you know, we put our satellites up, you know, in space and then we go to other places. That's like a, you know, us invading their, like, territory and, like, almost, like, breaking a treaty. So what's going to stop them from, like, you know, if they are up-to-date on technology, I mean, they could just come here, you know, and be secretive about it. But I don't know. I've never... I don't know anybody that's ever seen one or anything like that or... And I've never witnessed it, so... Yeah, I'm talking about you. Whatever, four eyes. Maybe you have You got four alien, eyes, too. We're both wearing glasses. Have, maybe you have Dummy. alien eyes or reptilian eyes underneath yours, though. Mm. I see you sleep at night. You look weird like an alien. Speaking of reptilian. <laughs> yeah. 
So, but this guy, let's go back to the frantic caller. Do you think he knew something and he got cu- cut off? Like, 100%, like, coincidence, or he got cut off because of... Because that's all it really can be. It can only be that this was a coincidence and it just happened to cut out at the weirdest time possible, or something knocked this off the grid for a short amount of time. Knocked his phone call off, off there. Well, people not- were hacking back then, so I don't see why he couldn't have just, you know, knew once he hit the system, he could have just hung up and made it be, like, all big dramatization. That's not, yeah, that's not all it could be, though. Like, it, it's actually less likely that it's a coincidence than it is a prank. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess a prank. I didn't throw that in there. That's not bad. Whatever. Yeah, like, it's, it's either a prank or it's real. Like, coincidence is very low on the chance list. That's a hell of a coincidence, though, if it is. Yeah. I mean, it's perfect timing. It's perfect, like, I'm sure everyone that was... If if all that did broadca- broadcast up until when they lost signal, you you gotta admit, that'd be pretty creepy. You're and sitting there listening, and all of a sudden it's, it's silent for... It's silent for a good 20, it, 30 seconds. It could have been that, too. It could have been a cliffhanger for a radio show. They could have done uh, it themselves, yeah. I, was I didn't saying. even think... That's, that's probably the most obvious one, and I didn't even think about that. I'm trying to think of, like... The government did it, but that because you know, like whenever he comes back on and he's like, "Could y'all hear it over there? Could did I mean, how long did it last over there for y'all? Like, it's almost as if he was getting reassurance on his own prank. Did it work? Did I get you? <laughs> gotcha. How I do don't you know. Feel? Art Bell's pretty respected in in this on this radio show, or he was when he was hosting it. I don't believe he's hosting it anymore. So, I mean, someone that's pretty respected, you'd hope that they wouldn't try to. I've seen respectful people do way yeah. le- way worse for less. <laughs> I know, but you, you you would just think that he would be more honest and want to like like us, like we for people to take him serious. I mean, we 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 want to figure out if some of these things are real or not. But I mean, I guess that is he would be risking a lot. He'd be scorning his name for right, a right, just completely just making a hoax, just fabricating the whole thing would be ridiculous. So I, I want to take fabricating. This as a prank off the table because I don't think that. What do you, do you think that? No. Okay. So do you Nothing think that can Kristen? be taken off the table? Even coincidence. Can hey, be taken off you the son table. of a bitch! I can take stuff off the table, put it in the trash, throw it out. <laughs> it's gone. No, but continue what you're saying. No, you can't even take coincidence off the off the table. Like it's even though there's a very small chance of that. <laughs> you're not funny. Go ahead. Even though there's a very small chance of that being what happened, there's still a chance. Right. It's still a possibility that it was a coincidence. So we've got... Coincidence? Did I get him more? So we got coincidence. We got prank. We got government interfering. What was there, another one? Um... Doing it as kind of a cliffhanger for their radio, for their own show. Ah, yes. So, fabricating it for the show. Right. So, which way do we lean on this? Like, your honest opinions. I'm not going to judge you that much. If I had to make a, make a, just take a guess out of the four, I would say he fabricated it for his own show. Okay. People are always... Calling Art Bell a liar. That's fine. They're always looking to make a quick buck. Right. Well... Maybe that would get him some more listeners, which would yep. advertising and yep. okay. What do you think, Kristen? 
I think it could have been a real caller and that he um, just may be a little mentally unstable. And uh, Okay, so you do you, I guess that's another option. Do you believe that the caller believes he's telling the truth? I guess that falls in the coincidence category, though, doesn't it? Well, I mean, the caller himself feels that he's telling... I mean, he's being he truthful, sounded cr- and he yeah. sounds good. But I'm just saying, he just sounds... I mean, he sounds a little unstable. But so, so I think the caller's real. And I honestly just think that it just happened to, for the first time ever, get knocked off air. Right. You have to think about that, though. Like, have you ever, like if you've, anyone who's ever watched a movie has seen an actor that convinces you that they are that character. Right. They convince you without a shadow of a doubt. That is a hundred times easier when nobody's looking at you. They're right, but he but you. he gets these calls 24-7. Like, right, but I'm like, talking about the guy... Wackos. The guy who's going nuts on the phone. It's like it's so much easier to convince someone that you're telling the truth when they can't even see you. Can't see your expressions. All they can, all they can do is hear you. Right. He could be sitting there getting a foot massage. That makes the acting job. He must be that running while getting a foot massage because his ass is booking <laughs> he it. Does. He does. Like he sounds out of breath. It. He sounds out of breath. See, what I don't know. I just there's just something about like true terror in someone's voice, even if they're acting like. I don't know. So do you, so what do you believe that this was a, just a, the light of the lights the the radio going off air as a coincidence? I already said that. I already you do s- think it's a coincidence? Yes, I think it's he's a coincidence. He's telling the truth. I, mm-hmm. He's telling the truth, but it's still a coincidence. Yes. I don't think it hap- I don't think the two had anything to do with each other. I just think that it just happened to happen the way that it did. Right. I'm going to be the skeptic here. I'm going to say that he got knocked off the air because he was about to reveal some real secrets. I don't believe maybe all of what he was saying was... If I was going to reveal some real secrets, I would have been spilling my freaking but guts. But you know what? Think about... I've been squealing. Not in... I mean, I know that he's panicked, and that's maybe that's... You but know... to grab someone's attention, wouldn't you say the spiciest thing first? Like, aliens, I, I, there's aliens, they're from other dimensions. Uh, now let me tell you about the weapons project that they have. And, you know, I would I would try to... If I was going to spill secrets, I would spill them in the form of a very well-written letter. Without being chased by anybody, without making some kind of crazy phone call. Eh, I would send an, da Vinci anonymous, code. send an anonymous letter to the radio station and let them read it on the air. And yeah, but I wonder how how many letters do you think he gets like that per show? You know, per day. That, well, yeah, that is kind of weird. Like, why would he pick? He just happens to. I mean, he may be a longtime fan of that guy's show, but yeah. But what if he's on the like? He's on the run. He's, but you're on the run. But you go on a live radio show. He said he was sure. going from town to town, and he was kept moving, and he's. He hasn't been using any phones, and that's why he was like, they're going to triangulate me. They're going to triangulate this. But how many letters does that guy get a day was the question. Right, yeah. Sure, you get a ton of ton of letters from Joe Schmo. How many letters do you get from FBI, or not FBI, Area 51 employees? <laughs> Probably a lot still, with all the then, crazies. Then why are there any FBI employees left? You if mean Area 51? If they're chasing the, or, yeah, sorry, I keep saying FBI, Area 51. If Area 51 employees write letters to this guy all the time... Then why aren't they all dead? Because obviously the Area 51 people are chasing this guy down for telling their secrets. I want to get a job at Area 51. And they always get your name on there anyway the on a radio show. They always get your name Yeah, the on whole, there and the where whole, you're calling from. The whole beginning. And I know that he said that he couldn't okay, really say anything. But th- That is the one really weird thing about this this caller. You're right. Usually they're like, what, what's your name? Where are you from? 
And immediately this guy's panicking, and Art kind of already knows what he's calling about. Like, he says, Area 51, and he goes, yeah, are you a former employee or current employee? Like, he kind of guides his questions along. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't think about that before, but he kind of guides the questions to... Just at the beginning, until the guy... Maybe he's just very, very shy of being on the radio. <laughs> Maybe he gets a lot of Area 51 phone calls. And so Art was so like, like, all right, former employee or current. Yeah. <laughs> or never, never yeah. an employee. <laughs> so I guess we're going to all three uh, be on different sides of this uh, triangulated fence. <laughs> What's new? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's about right. Any last thoughts on the frantic caller? You think he would try to find this guy again? Yeah, I, I wish. Like I said, I should have done some more follow up stuff uh, to find out if, or if, if the guy ever reached back out to him, or yeah, because as far as we know, Area Fifty One found him and uh, like, he, sorry, I lost you. I was just hustling to get to a bathroom <laughs> <laughs> and I lost service. <laughs> and then he's all calm about it. He's like, so about those aliens? Yeah. I just really had to go, and so I was almost in tears. Yeah. Moving from town to town. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't find a freaking no restroom. rest stops anywhere. <laughs> and that's when rest stops were born. Yep. <laughs> okay, so we're all three on different sides of the fence. I guess that's just going to be how we're going to wrap the show up. None of us agree on anything. So, talk to you later. Adios. Wait, wait, wait. We are not going to end this show at the 30-minute mark. We are notorious for going over our time, not going way under our time. So, what I've done is I've reached out to one of my favorite podcasts that kind of cover the same type of topics. They are called Podcast 1289. And I asked them to listen to the Frantic Caller recording and get their, uh, their feelings on this topic. And they went above and beyond, and they found out more stuff that we didn't find out. So enjoy the conversation that Podcast 1289 had on The Frantic Caller right after we play a couple of our friends' promos. Are you feeling the effects of the PG era? Do you miss the beer drinking and middle fingers? There is a cure for you. Watch Talk Wrestling! This is Scotty Stevens. And this is Blown Star. We bring you all the action and drama of the Monday Night Wars. WWF Monday Night Raw takes on WCW Monday Night from 20 years ago. Interact with us on Facebook and Twitter. Download us on Podbean, iTunes, and Stitcher. Hey there, fellow podcast fans. Do you love comic books and especially Swamp Thing? Get out of the bayou. So do we. Come check out the Parlopod Show, the world's only podcast dedicated to the muck-encrusted mockery of a man himself, Swamp Thing. This is some serious arcane audio as we chat with comic book professionals, reviews, spoofs, talk about back issues. Everything swampy under the sun happens here. Give us a listen at Parlopod.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podomatic, our YouTube channel, and we're on every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern on PodcastRadioNetwork.net. Join your hosts, Dave and John, Parlapod.com. Let's go into the green. We'll see you in the swamps. (laughs) 
And now, joining the discussion of the intellectual derelicts from podcast 1289. Anyway, Mikey. Oh, back. wait, wait, wait. Really, though, yeah. Whisk is a movie with Shaq in it, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? All right, let's go. All right. Game on. All right, everybody. Welcome to the uh, the newest installment of Podcast 1289. I'm one of your many hosts, Jesse. Today, we've got the usual particulars. We've got Dan. Hey, everybody. We've got classic Mike. Homestyle Mike. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it sounds like something you would order at Waffle House. Yeah, uh, could I, uh, can I get these eggs uh, smothered and a side of Homestyle Mike? Thanks. Mm. Okay, that'll be uh, 42 cents. <laughs> <laughs> 42 cents. And then back with us today, we've got the holy trinity of guest stars on a podcast 1289. We've got the one, the only, we've got Grant. Holy Ghost Grant. <laughs> As opposed to holy shit, Jesse. <laughs> we've got everybody's favorite nihilist next to Herzog, of course. We've got John. Hi. Zero. Can speak backwards? <laughs> yes, and... John is a masker of backmasking. Uh, and uh, can you name some of your uh, previous employment um, positions? Uh, yeah, I was uh, a, a backmasker. You ever heard Paul is dead, man, miss him, miss him? That was me. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> you tell someone, you met me. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you any different. <laughs> and then we've got from my, uh, my own uh, home state, my garbage state of New Jersey, we've got the one, the only... Chef Bagels, everybody. What's cooking, people? Oh, my God. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Never going away. Never yeah, going it. away. I love it. Just get used to it. All right. Today on Podcast 1289, we're going to be doing something special. We've never done this before. We're actually going to be doing an internet collaboration with uh, one of our fellow shows in the Potter and Family, uh, Secret Transmission. They invited us to weigh in on a topic that they've uh, they've recorded and if you're listening to this, you've most likely just listened to their portion. But um, they're talking about an incident in 1997 where a man called into the popular uh, paranormal slash conspiracy slash unexplained radio talk show, Coast to Coast AM. And this guy called in claiming that uh, he was a former employee of Area 51 and he, and he had a warning for, uh, for America and perhaps for mankind. And then something very strange happened in the, the course of that call, and we are going to be talking about that today, the Coast to Coast AM Area 51 Frantic Caller. So, uh, gentlemen, let's pull up the uh, the link to this. So everyone's got their uh, Area 51 Frantic Caller on... No Frantic Caller. That sounds like a, a really shitty, like, sex position, like you'd hear about in, like, sixth grade. Like... Oh, yeah, man. Holy shit. Uh, you heard about the strawberry shortcake, right? Well, dude, I got to tell you about this thing. They only do it down in Mexico. It's called the frantic caller. You just <laughs> shout into someone's ass. I've done that. Okay. Mm -hmm. 1997 syndicated talk show host Art Bell received a frantic call from a man claiming to have worked in Area 51. Dun, dun, dun. Art Bell was always called first in roll call. <laughs> the call does not appear to be a hoax. Instead, it has an eerie, <laughs> spelled eerie wrong. Eerie. The call was immediately knocked off the air. Could it be that the government or the aliens silenced him to keep the people from knowing their plans? I love how aliens is in quotations. You be the judge. <laughs> I want to be Judge Reinhold. 
Here we go. Online, you're on the air. Hello. Hello, Art. Hello, Hello Art. Art. Hi. No, this uh, is Donna. I, I don't have a whole lot of uh, time. Um, well, look. Sounds like a guy getting a wedgie. <laughs> yeah, it was stressful back there. Have you gotten a wedgie, Jesse? Those suck. Yeah, dude. And I gave myself one once when I was 10. That was a mistake. You mean to tell me this guy was a running man? Triangulate is such a bullshit conspiracy word. <laughs> Take a good look at uh, Dealey Plaza here. You know, you've got a you got a sniper behind the knoll. You got someone on the second floor of the Dow Techs building the triangulation of fire. Sometimes I'm taking a nap at work and my boss triangulates on me. All right, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I wonder what kind of benefits uh, working at Area 51 has. Well, in a black site, probably pretty cush, I'd say. It's like we got a shitload of LSD left over from MK Ultra, so have at it. They have infiltrated a lot of a lot of aspects of of the military establishment, particularly the Area 51. The disasters that are coming. Disasters. The military. I'm sorry. The government. Government. I'm Jesse Ventura, and this is Hooked on Phonics. He's talking about the uh, some impending disasters. Oh, something bad's gonna happen in the future? Well, you are batting a thousand, my friend. Bob, Bobby, Art, the ice—it's gonna break. <laughs> you could save him. My favorite thing is he's trying to warn AM radio listeners. Yes. Yeah. Well. Discharge. <laughs> Alright, so the transmission just cut. And now it's back, and now cut out again. system is up and running. Now, it took about half a minute to a minute to get that back up. Government or... I don't know. Damn, Arpel just got sassy with that dude. You hear... Now, you tell me because you were listening. That was awful strange. Is it Brian Hosein on the line now? I'm trying to see, like, hear if they actually sound actually bothered or like they sound like it's acting you know Art Bell doesn't sound like anything he has no emotion in his voice you cannot ruffle Art Bell he has seen some shit 15 20 seconds I'd say oh you guys missed you really missed a call then and I've got a feeling somebody didn't want you to hear it hear it I don't know. My first impression of this, and, and we can go around the uh, table here on uh, what our individual thoughts are on this, but uh, Cliff Notes, for me, is 
if there wasn't the transmitter drop, I would just say this is bullshit. I mean, this just sounds like anyone getting on the phone, like, we're going to wipe out the population, centers are in. <laughs> I peed my pants. And... Are you that scared? No, I'm into weird shit. But listen. <laughs> <laughs> but um though the one thing that i think maybe we should make like maybe a minisode about like do a little bit of a radio lab investigation here a little this american life let's try and get a hold of some people that would be able to tell us if that particular transmitter went down at that day and time that art bell says it does on the show yeah, I'd love to know, like, exactly more uh, about that, because I'd like to know if, like, you can actually jam a transmission, like, stuff like that. Of or course, haven't you fucking seen Spaceballs? No, that documentary <laughs> was great, yeah. Yeah, you ever seen Lenny Reef installs Spaceballs? The fact that that rhymes makes me hate you for it even more. <laughs> Blame yeah. the Criterion Collection. Moving yeah. on, uh, yo, uh, so Classic Mike, what are your thoughts? No, I'm just thinking he dropped some serious Lucy, and now it's starting to peak. He actually works at Century 21, but he thinks he's an agent for uh, Area 51. Yeah, he's like, Art, I gotta tell you something. Um, I work for Area 51. Dude, you don't work in Area 51. You're listening to Blink-182. You don't... <laughs> What do you think, John, about the transmission? I think Alex Jones was practicing his act. <laughs> I got something to tell you, Art. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make a man out of you, Art. What if this was actually Glenn Beck? Oh, I would buy that. Yeah, that does sound like Glenn Beck panicking. He does cry a lot. That's true. Yeah. He didn't invoke Godwin's law once, so it can't be Glenn Beck. <laughs> Bagels, what did you think about the transmission? It's tough because that whole transmitter going down is is kind of sketch. But honestly, I think that there might be uh, like an uh, War? War of the Worlds. H.G. Wells, yeah. H.G. Wells. Yeah, I'm begging H.G. Wells. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I haven't read it in a long time. All I remember is the there was I had this great copy where the aliens were getting drunk. That was E.T. Anyway. E.T. gets drunk? Yeah, E.T. gets drunk. He drinks a six-pack of Coors. Oh, yeah. Ooh, E.T. drinks Coors? Well, he didn't choose to. It's just what was there. Yeah, but he should know better. Drunk. He got stranded on fucking Earth, asshole. He should know piss when he sees it. <laughs> what about you, Dan? I'm with you guys. Like, I think the only thing that gives this any water is uh, the, the trans transmitter going down and like like i know we're gonna delve into a little bit more but when it cuts out and then he cuts back in like that's kind of like what happened with max headroom when he yeah. broke in the first time when um the the sports dude what if that, it is max headroom that would fucking rule but, something um, just hit me about this whole fucking thing because i i don't think this is real I think this is an elaborate stunt, but it, it just hit me, and I don't know if this is actually possible. I used to have a copy of, like, the uh, Anarchist Cookbook, like, way back in the day. I got off, like, Nabster or something like that. Nice. And a lot of people don't realize most of that book was about phone freaking, which was just, like, phone hacking and shit like that. I wonder if this guy did something like that to just add credence. Like, maybe that's how he could, quote-unquote, take down the transmitter by doing something fucked up to the phone line, sending it to him. And then he's like, yo, I'm going to get these motherfuckers. They're going to think it's creepy as hell. But it wasn't just the phone line. Th their main generator, their main power generator shut off, and their backup system kicked in. He did say something about a backup generator. You are right. That's true. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, he would not only have to have most likely analog hacked 
the phone line, because this was pre-digital phone lines, he would have also had to literally hack into Art Bell's studio's electrical power and shut it off so an automatic backup generator goes on. Well, does anybody think about this being possibly a radio stunt? That's what I'm saying with the whole, you know, it was a big stunt when uh, Wells did War of the World, and I think that this is kind of one of those things where it's like publicity, but... I mean, how many viewers did he have? Like 40? No. Coast to Coast AM was legendary by this point in several circles. But, I mean, I get what you're saying about the War of the Worlds thing. But then again, also, Orson Welles didn't cause the um, power in Grover's Mill to go out and then the emergency backup generators kick in. Did just the transmitter go out or did the power go out? Because if the power went out, it could have been a surge or, you know, whatever. I imagine it was just the power to the transmitter because um, on the the recording that we listened to, you don't really hear them say anything about like, oh, the lights went out, the power went out. It's just the transmitter went out and now we're on a backup generator. That sounds even scarier because that sounds like, okay, well then whatever this was specifically only targeted the power to that transmitter. It did not affect the power inside the studio with the phone lines, the, the, the board to listen, the board didn't shut down, it didn't affect anything like that. Art Bell even asked the guy, I was like, were you listening and you heard a really weird guy? Yeah, so it sounds like he was not initially aware that they weren't transmitting anymore, which means it would have had to have been a localized attack on the power to that one transmitter. So that sounds even creepier, like the government was just like, should we shut him down? Yeah, just shut his transmitter off. Why not all the power? Listen, dude, budget cuts, man. (laughs) One power source. That's what we can afford tonight. (laughs) My kids got to get new teeth, all right? Shit's expensive. The dental plan here sucks. Well, they have dental, but it comes with implants that track you. My friend Todd works down at Area 48. They're not getting dental for another nine months. Todd, <laughs> <laughs> you got there? Go, go on there. All right, oh so God. definitely creepy. Something we're going to have to pick up with later. Yeah, we're going to look into that transmitter. Now, there is a piece of credence to the uh, skeptic's argument in this because at some point after... It was about a year later. It was about a year later, a guy called back saying he was the dude that we just listened to and that it was all just a joke. So let's go to that next link. Everyone cue it up. On September 11th, 1997, a man called in... Hey, that went too quick. On April 28th, 1998, the guy calls back and confesses... The East of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hi, Art. Uh, This is Brian. Hi, Brian. Hello. like Mike for a minute. You didn't disconnect me before, did you? Were you on earlier tonight? Uh, no, not, um... Towards the end of the last hour, you said, uh, uh, East of the Rockies, you're on the air, and your voice was immediately replaced by the operator saying, your party has not connected. Oh, well, see, as you can now tell, I don't screen calls. So The one guy that should be screening his calls. Yes. (laughs) You have weird people call you for a living, dude. That's your cash crop, my friend. So that occurs, obviously, sometimes I go to a line and... It's uh, dead and nobody's there, and that's what's happened. You know, we just were right. on the cusp there. Anyway, I'm glad uh, you made it back through. Yeah, you got all my paranoia buttons uh, running. I always get very nervous when, when I call you. Uh, I'm Brian. I hung up on you last week. Oh, I see. And uh, I just figured, damn the torpedoes. Uh, I'll just do this and let the chips fall where they will. All right. Um, everybody, I am the Area 51 caller. Um... 
that's that's my statement. He sounded like Butthead. That's my statement. Do the aliens have big thingies? Okay. That part of the way through your spiel, the satellite went down. I have no idea, and it scared the heebie-jeebies out of me that night. <laughs> so uh, if you're this guy, did you bang up my, my generator? <laughs> you owe me about $6,000, motherfucker. Your generator sucks. And, uh, if the call had been completed, it would have been ancient history by now. Has it, has it occurred to you, as uh, Barbara Marks Hubbard suggested tonight, that perhaps, if you're really what you say you are, you created the reality of the rest of the situation and took down my satellite. You took that down my satellite. Heebie-jeebies out of me because it means that what I was saying was somehow correct and it was fabrication kind of. Yeah, you see, this is where this is where I start to kind of call bullshit on the hoax theory because this guy is like, Art Bell is even like, uh, yeah. So if this was a if this was a, a hoax. How did my uh, transmitter go out? And he's just like, uh, what, what can I, do I guess it was a coincidence. Well, I don't buy the argument of, A, it could, was a coincidence, because there's never been a disturbance like that. The show came out in 1984. Um, from 84 to 97, nothing like that ever happened. And from 97 till now, 2016, nothing like that's happened since. Please, I don't want you to ask me to do this. Um... If, if, if I start doing that, that, that guy, I, I, <laughs> you're right about that. Now, that let's just take that little sample that you just gave. Maybe he was a plant by the CIA to the program. And we'll let the callers be the judge. Okay. All right. I thank you for this opportunity. This has just been driving me bananas for months, and. Uh, uh, yeah, but Jesse, do you think this guy is... I'm not saying, like, okay, like, completely not saying, like, if the first call was a hoax, but is this guy the Area 51 caller? You know what I'm saying? I think that this is kind of like when the the dude claiming to be the Zodiac killer, Eric Weil, or Wheel. Yeah. Um, I think it's like that when when, when Eric Weil called the uh, the Jim Dunbar show and said, I have headaches. Like, I don't think I don't think this is the same guy. Like I said, I don't buy the explanation that uh, it was a coincidence, like, from 1984 to 1997, um, there was never a disturbance like this, and then from 97 till now, 2016, there hasn't been a disturbance like it since. And the one time that disturbance happens is when this guy is saying, I'm from Area 51, and I'm telling you things that I shouldn't be telling you. Yeah, but how many times do you think Art Bell got a phone call saying, yo, I work at Area 51, and I'm telling you things I shouldn't be telling that's a very good question. You know what I mean? And anyway, even shelving that, is this guy the same caller? Because I definitely think this guy is riding the coattails of the other guy. Yeah, I get that vibe, too. He's like, too, like, wow, uh, you know, I never thought I'd be here, and uh, thank you for this opportunity. It's almost smug, isn't it? It's almost yeah. like, oh, God, I got you so fucking good, Art Bell, didn't I? I've ruined your evening a couple months back. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I really freaked out a bunch of people. I'm so cool. Like, fuck I you, dude. I hope someone does triangulate on you. <laughs> 
Okay, so, um, I guess the general consensus on here is that, uh, both phone calls sound like bullshit for a multitude of reasons, but the one thing that's left to be investigated is whether or not this transmitter actually went out. So we're going to look into the records for that, and then we're going to contact some experts in the field, uh, radio frequency, transmission, etc., and find out, um, okay, this is the kind of disturbance that happened. What would you need to cause this disturbance? And if it can't be, like, done by amateurs, like, what kind of natural phenomena can do this? Perhaps we can even talk to them about secret transmissions. Fuck you. That was really good. That was really good. It ties into it. All right, so that's that's our two cents, um, which is pretty much like the uh, equivalent of the peso to the dollar compared to other people's two cents. The exchange value is low. It's in euros. It's in yen. That's our two yen. But yeah, we're going to look into the transmitter, and we'll get back to secret transmission on that, hopefully with another segment pretty soon. But uh, I think we got a little bit of a mystery here to solve, guys. That'll be another podcast, 1289 first. A little bit of investigative journalism. We'll triangulate on that. (sighs) Please stop saying triangulate. God damn it. I can't. Stop trying to make triangulate a thing. It's not going to happen. Stop it. It's a thing that crazy people like to say when they want to sound official. Just like sheeple and cuck. like to send out a very special thank you to podcast 1289 for accepting our weird invitation to join in on this conversation and they did it at very very short notice so thank you guys go subscribe to them on itunes leave them very nice lovely reviews follow them on twitter at podcast 1289 you can also follow us on twitter at Secret Transpod, or you can send us an email, secrettransmission at hotmail.com. You can also find our show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. And I would like it if you'd leave us some nice, sweet reviews, too. You can also hear our show on the Podcast Radio Network on Sundays at 10 p.m. Eastern. We change days. We used to be on Mondays. We are on Sundays now, so... Set your alarms, set your calendars every Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Listen to us on the Podcast Radio Network. Well, I hope you enjoyed this experiment of a show, and uh, I hope you come back and listen to us, or maybe go listen to Podcast 1289 as we try to explain the unexplainable. Say goodbye, Roger.
Say goodbye, Roger. <laughs>